what you did last night. <laughs> that is recording now. That's recording. That is recording. So you don't need to hit it twice. There is a light there, right? And if you look at that, how do you fucking not know this? Refreshing. <laughs> the summer heat oh. burns down mm-hmm. upon our beautiful skin. It is autumn. We are indoors. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's a, I, I heard somewhere that this is going to be the hottest autumn day anywhere in the world. Really? <laughs> on, of all time ever. It's no going to get to 41 degrees Celsius, for, which for our American listeners... Is that about 300 degrees Fahrenheit? About 300 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, water so is boiling as we speak. It's, um, it's disgusting. Welcome to Freddie Good Home. My name is Michael Hing. My name is Ben Jenkins. And we are joined mm-hmm. by first-time guest. First-time guest, long-time friend of ours. Fighter of crime. Um, uh, academic in the mm-hmm. memosphere. Yeah. Mm? Yeah. Yeah, I, I prefer the term meme cuck. Meme cuck. <laughs> Excellent. Uh-huh. Uh, Emma Balfour, hello. Hello, friends. What's up, Balf? Balf? Uh, not much. I'm just trying not to melt into a puddle of wax. Please don't tea. do that because it, we are in my apartment today. Yes. Yeah, we are recording in Ben's apartment today and Anya has specifically asked us not to melt any... She's been like, <laughs> don't... Don't, no, don't no. melt yeah. any tall wax women. That yeah. yeah. She said yeah. that she, she's on a plane to Melbourne right now. It's the last thing she said to me. <laughs> No melting of wax, no um, Lot's wife, yep. no pillars now, of salt. Now, here's the thing. When, when I introduced Emma before, I said an untrue thing, and then you, in the same tone, said a true thing. Mm. So, just for the avoidance of doubt, Emma is a meme academic, am, yes. Yes. but she does not fight crime. It, no, not yet. Perhaps have, in her own way she does, though. Yes. Uh, yeah, so I wrote a thesis on memes, and I'm never going to live that down. Yeah. But the problem with that as well... Um, I, I would I, if I'd done that. Yeah. I would feel that because the meme economy, the turnover in it is so much quicker than it was even a year ago. Oh, I'm completely irrelevant now. Yeah, you're getting, I, you're getting laughed wrote, out of meme conferences. <laughs> I basically i wrote I wrote my thesis on like the left wing memes of the American primaries, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. what is this, <laughs> Bernie versus Hillary? Yeah, that kind basically, of thing? basically, I wrote about that. I wrote about like Ted Cruz Zodiac killer. And then, like, three weeks before my thesis was due, Pepe became a hate symbol. And then my thesis was due a a month before the election result happened. And so, like, as soon as the election result happened, I was like, I should have written about the (laughs) alt-right. And I didn't. Burn this in a bin. Yeah. Yeah, so. But but that's, like, so that's kind of the the opposite of, like, what, um, I think her name is Angela Nagel, Mm. the author of Kill All Normies did, where, like, she was working on something that's like, this is never going to come to anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is whatever. I'm just looking at these fucking lunatics online. And then all of a sudden... One of them becomes president. Yeah, no. My, one of my one of my friends has been researching anti-Semitism online, like Holocaust denial on the internet. He's been researching that since 2011, and everyone's like, "That's so stupid. Why are you doing that?" No one. And now it's yeah. a really pertinent political thing yeah. to do. He's so. like, "Who's laughing now? Yeah. Not me, because I spend my days draped in horror." Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, um, well, can I entice both of you? Yes. With some uh, snacks that I mm-hmm. have provided. Hing very rarely brings uh, snacks. Oh, how the table. Uh Well, in fairness, Emma, (laughs) who uh, poured you that water? Was it Michael Hing? Well, you pulled me the first one and I went and fetched the second one. Right, well, that's... We've all done something then for you, <laughs> including yourself, which is good. <laughs> all right, now there are four pastries in here. Ooh. One of them Uh-oh. is Uh-oh. the gum. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's the what one I'll lo- have. What are we looking at here? There's a, there's, a cro- there's a croissant. Okay. There is a pan au chocolat. This one here with the rhubarb in it is the Vigo one. Oh, okay. All that's right. the one I was... There's <gasps> apple one as well. Oh. You've both well, the apple you're a t- guest, so you'd pick the one that you want. 
Fuck you! <laughs> Get fucking wrecked, Jenkins. <laughs> no, enjoy. You can have the chocolate one. You like chocolate? You like chocolate? I do like chocolate. Mm. Oh, don't. For, the, for those at home, <laughs> Emma is eating this while like not breaking eye contact with me, which is the most threatening uh, way I've ever seen someone eat a pastry. Oh I man! I can't talk now. <laughs> Whoa, um, while you guys tuck into those pastries, mm. which I purchased Thank with you. my own money. Thank you. Um, can, I, can I tell you, Can I t- well, I was going to tell you this, Ben, but I already told you this a couple of weeks ago. We just forgot to record it. But mm. I thought I might tell Emma this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like to hear it again because I think I've missed some really great details in my brain. So a couple of, I, I was just a life update yep. on something I've been doing recently. Uh, about a month ago, it was Chinese New Year. Um, I think it's called Lunar New Year. Yeah, but if you're Chinese um. and you're brought up calling it Chinese New Year, I will not. <laughs> I, I, I will not count out of the Japanese. All the ties. No. Uh, yeah, it was Lunar New Year about a month yeah, yeah. ago. And um, uh, I, I was in Bendigo in uh, Victoria filming a docker, filming this docker I've been doing for like, I don't know, two years now with SBS, which is which will never, ever come out ever. But, you know... Um, and the reason we went to Bendigo for Chinese New Year or Lunar New Year is there is a large Chinese population in Bendigo sure. uh, from the gold rush, but many of them have interbred or intermingled, whatever the right word is, intermarried. Mm-hmm. Interbred's probably the wrong you word. You haven't said the worst one, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> They've cucked themselves <laughs> with the white folk. Uh-huh. Uh, and so many of the, um, the, 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 the Chinese people who live in Bendigo and identify as Chinese now, they, they, they do not appear... Chinese in the way that, say, I do, right? They look like you, Ben, or like you, Emma. Mm-hmm. They look regular white, if you will. <laughs> oh, uh, but they still speak Chinese just at home. Just normal. Yeah, just normal. <laughs> they speak Chinese at home. They do all the lion dancing and the dragon dancing and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they speak Mandarin. It, it's like, it's oh, like my a- God. Okay, when you first told me this story mm. and you said, you know, they do lion dancing and dragon dancing, I was like, oh, you're using this to illustrate the duality where they do dragon dancing, but they also do line dancing. Oh, like country western. Like classic white folk stuff and classic Chinese folk stuff. No, no, no. Uh, oh, but they might do line dancing, but yeah. I know for a fact they do lion dancing. You never saw anybody do the nutbush while you were there the whole time? <laughs> not, no, not at all. Okay. So we're there and I have to do a lesson of lion dancing and there's this guy... Is sort of bald, shaved head white guy yelling at me in Mandarin, telling me to lion dance harder, and, it, and he told me I was being shamed by my ancestors. I was shaming my ancestors. It was a very, very bizarre experience. What part of the um, lion were you? Uh, there's only two parts of the lion. So the okay. dragon is the big one. Yeah, no, but, and then the, well, the lion. My question still stands. I know. I'm just explaining to you. There's, you can either be head or tail of the lion. Mm-hmm. I was the head, which mm-hmm. means you get to go snap, snap, snap with the with the mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I was, uh, but but the, the the waggy tail bit, which is the fun bit to do, is it? That, well, that, that's what all the kids want to do. That. What's the more um, technical? Like, do you think, work your way from the tail to the head, or I think this, I think it's more of a strength thing. So like, um, because the head sometimes needs to jump on the the tail's shoulders to get up. Oh yeah, or they lift it up. The stronger person goes at the back. This is just like Pacific. Have you seen Pacific Rim? Where, they, where two people have to drive them... <laughs> they drift an, an compatible yeah, to do a lion. To do a lion. This is just like that. I'm really embarrassed that I knew the terminology for yeah, that movie. Yeah, I was... Um, Who would have thought that... Know, Emma, I saw that movie a week ago I and saw, I couldn't remember it. I saw that movie four years ago. <laughs> Who would have thought that the director of Pacific Rim would go on to win Best Director at the Academy Awards this year, but here we are. Here we are. Here we um, are. Anyway, so I was there for Chinese New Year. It's a big Chinese New Year uh, parade. Uh, but the, the council gives you a permit for uh, four hours or something. But for that four hours of permit, you need to provide a minimum three hours of entertainment. 
But because of the small Chinese population in Bendigo, there is not three hours of entertainment. So I was I was shipped in to do do some little things there, uh, and and film this doco. Just doing the same tight five for three hours. <laughs> yeah, oh. it was it was like a real uh, Rosencrantz and Gillis. It was a real waiting for Godot <laughs> yeah. of comedy. Yeah, um, yeah, um, waiting for the jokes, if anything. Um, huh? And and. Uh, so you know you do, you do the dragon dance with the big dragon. You do the lion dance. You do some Chinese dancing with the the umbrellas and stuff. Mm-hmm. Everyone's having a great time. Yep. Let off a bunch of fireworks. That takes up about oh, forty five minutes. And there's, <laughs> like, and there's like two and a bit hours to fill at this point. And it's just it's just a mess. Yep. Uh, yeah. And so I did I. None of this has been explained to me, though, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't realise that what they've done is they have shipped in just anyone from the surrounding area who can do anything that's vaguely a performance to get involved. Mm-hmm. And one of these groups is a bagpipe band. Mm-hmm. But again, they have not explained this to me at all. Uh-huh. So so I'm there backstage doing some uh, pieces to camera, like like filming some stuff for the doco. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly I just hear out of nowhere, at a Chinese New Year celebration, just hear... Uh-huh. <laughs> just like very loud bagpipe music. And I look over like across sort of uh, across the back of the, the backstage across the road. And there's just like six, like 65 year old dudes in kilts with bagpipes. Just all, playing all white. Them. Although in Bendico, like it, it, it would be more difficult to. Sure, right, but yeah. very white. Very white. Very well, Scottish. bagpipes are yeah. arguably the whitest instrument of all. Yes. Yeah. And they're just like blaring around the bagpipes. And I think to myself, you know, this is me being paranoid, like, you know, experienced racism person, just being like, well, these people are here to shut down this yeah. Chinese New Year protest, are they? <laughs> well, I'll show them. Yeah. And so I went over to them and was like, hey, guys, just so you know, like, there's a there's a bit of a concert going on behind. There's some Chinese dancing, so you just keep it down. They're like, oh, we're warming up for the parade. And I was like, okay, well, you weren't invited. So no, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> me being very dumb, explain this to them. Anyway, then the... I feel like you've, like, done that thing where you've... Flip, you get so woke that you become wrong woke. Oh, absolutely! And you've done like I'm the villain in this story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the organizer comes out and explains explains what's happening to me, and they're like, you know, they've been invited here because we need to fill a certain amount of thing. Of course, they get offended at that. Yeah. Because they're like, what do you mean you only invited us because you had to fill a certain amount of bagpipe quota? <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> oh. So I've ruined the whole thing. So I apologize and walk off. Uh-huh. These like old Scottish men then have to sadly go on stage to play. Now, they play three songs because they've got to fill yeah. some time. So yeah. got oh, my God. Like I've actually forgotten what one of them is. There oh. are only three bagpipe songs, though. So. Okay. Well, <laughs> the, the first one they do is uh, is Scotland the Brave, yep. which you would know is a classic bagpipe song. That's the... Okay, I remember that one. I remember the next one. Amazing Grace? No. That was what I guessed. The second song they play is Happy Birthday. That's the one I forgot. Sorry, that's the one I forgot. <laughs> and they go well, Happy birthday to all of China yeah. <laughs> they, go, they go Well it has to be somebody's birthday here And they're like happy birthday yep. The crowd is back Again everyone's here like eating dumplings There's a dragon mm-hmm. running around mm-hmm. There's fireworks going off I'm impressed they got the rights to that to be honest <laughs> Yeah And then and then they, they round it up being like Well we're here for a special occasion It is Chinese New Year And then they play Chinese Chopsticks You know that Chinese song Oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gracious. <laughs> <laughs> on the bagpipes. But, but Chinese the, Chopsticks is not a bagpipe song at it's, all. It's on the piano with the fingers. Yeah. Bagpipes. Oh, that's magical. I had forgotten about Happy Birthday. <laughs> that that's just so good. crushes me. Oh, oh dear. Mm, well, um, that's an update on what I've been up to. Now, we've had um, uh, th- uh, two pastries. You haven't had yours yet, Hing. I've not. Snack report, Emma Balfour. 
a delicious snack made mm -hmm. better by the rage in your eyes uh, as I consumed it. As all snacks are. My um, chocolate, um, uh, my pain au chocolat mm -hmm. was really, despite the bile rising in my throat, <laughs> that I couldn't have the other one. Um, <laughs> it was really nice. Um, but I, as you see, the, the ad I'm about to read out as we start this show mm. is now covered in chocolate and I can't read some, some words. You, so. haven't, you have yet to ask me the guest question. Oh, have you bought anything or sold anything online? Hey! Now, you said it's a guest question. That is a question I reckon we ask maybe one in five guests when we remember to do it. Yeah. yeah. But, but have you, Emma Balfour, ever bought or sold anything online? I have bought and sold many things online because I uh, am a piece of shit and dress in <laughs> 1950s style clothing. Uh-huh. Oh, should tell you, you're not doing that right now. I absolutely am. Oh, yeah, I guess you are. I... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I am in the ensemble. I am in a skirt that has got like a big cartoon mermaid on it. This yeah. is like No, I stand corrected. Um, you I, dress I, kind I, of like the mum in Back to the Future. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, no. Um I don't do the hair or anything because I can't be fucked. Mm. Um but because all all sort of like pin up yeah. clothing mm. is sort of bought and sold online and I was in about eight buy swap cells. Oh yeah, um, and they're dedicated to specific brands. Mm. But these brands have like cult followings, mm. oh. and everyone's crazy. My sister's in one for Bonds, which you think is just so vanilla just, that it wouldn't. I mean Bonds, like, like the, the underwear. underwear. Yeah, and there are like Bonds lunatics out there. That's that's yeah. wild. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No. So I I was in a bunch of these groups, and the people who run these groups. As soon as the the Facebook group has more than three hundred people in it, they mm. become like tiny Hitlers. Yes, uh, and, yes. And I actually got <laughs> I actually got blocked and banned and kicked out of a group once. <gasps> what was your crime? My crime was that this group was originally like a hey, I have this top, but I don't wear it anymore. Does anyone want it? And it was run by a woman who runs like a store that sells these yeah. things. And then she like made a post being like, hey guys, I'm thinking of turning this into a customer lounge for me and for my store. What do you guys think? And I was it, like, yeah. I was like, that sounds like a great idea, but that's not what the original purpose of this group was. And I don't support it. And then she like messaged me. She was like, do you have a problem? Uh, do you have a problem with me? And I was like, whoa. Because you're right. Like, it, it, like people who mod or like run uh, groups after, mm. a, after a fashion... Yeah, yeah. And they're all, the, the pinup community is also all like stay-at-home mums whose entire personality is that they dress in 1950s clothes and they also love Disney. Uh, and they're all, they're all crazy. Oh, uh, I don't know what just happened in my throat, but it wasn't good. <laughs> they, they, all, they also are incapable of saying the word husband. They exclusively say hubby. Hubby. Oh, it's that kind. Or the it's, fella. Yeah, Th there's yeah. also, and I'm not accusing you or any of your community specifically I'm, of this. I, I, I. Outright reject this community. Now. <laughs> I will wear the clothes and then I will I will trash talk. But there is a there there is a large portion of sort of 1950s and pinuppy people who mm. like that kind of thing who are definititively white nationalists as well. Um, oh yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> not, there's maybe not in Australia, but certainly in America, that's a big thing. Is that so? No, yeah. it's, well because it's a it's a nostalgia for for a better era when yeah, it's also when like, you could when you could go on dates and have a milkshake, and it's like you can do that now and also, also not like, be racist. Yeah, it's also like there was also an element of the fifties that we tend to kind of ignore, but I feel like you're latching onto with yeah, this kind of retro yeah. aesthetic. Isn't yeah. it crazy that throughout all of Happy Days, there's segregation? That's crazy, that right? Is that's insane. insane to me. I, I've not watched all Happy Days, but I don't know that it's ever dealt with i imagine it does like not come up maybe not so happy days wow <laughs> wow very, very poignant very good has snorted, very good. has snorted at her own joke there <laughs>
Have you? Have oh, you, I'm tragic. If you are a dear listener, if you are a Happy Days completionist, and I, and I do believe that not only are they out there, but they might listen to our show. Do get in touch and let us know if, if Happy Days ever does tackle the issue of race. Mm. Um, because it certainly tackles the issue of water broken skiing ju- over a shark. <laughs> and broken jukeboxes. Yeah. Those <laughs> things are both definitely, oh. definitely Oh, not. man. All right. Um, so, Ben, what is this uh, classified you've got for us chocolate today? chocolate-smeared classified. Um, this is a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst stuff to talk about. Uh, this was sent in by Hall of Cowards MVP, Louis Wagner. Thank you, Louis. Um, then do get in touch, Louis, and let us know if it's Louis or Louis. Or Wagner or Wagner. Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real zero. It could be a real zero from two we've done yeah. there. It's, yeah, it's a couple of coin flips. That yeah, you your name's a real, a real Rorschach's test there. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, this is from Hobart Craigslist. Um, this is that, uh, and it's in the men seeking women section in the uh, Devonport region. <clears throat> Alternative medicine, man for woman. Now, Ooh. all right, absolutely. I'm yep. not one of those people who scoffs at anything that isn't, you know, Western medicine. I do. Really? I am, <laughs> yes. I like, you know, I, 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 I do acupuncture, for example, without any really ev- real evidence that it works. Ben, you can't shoot up and then call it acupuncture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, the opiates are doing, the powerful, powerful opiates behind <laughs> the needle are doing a lot of in this the... needle, needle. But I'm just saying, like, I don't see that headline necessarily and get all Tim Minchin about it, all okay, right? Okay. Yeah. The, the next couple of words, though, has me going, <laughs> all right, well. well. <laughs> okay, so alternative therapy, man for woman, already. Well, uh, we don't necessarily need, need to, to be a... Urine therapy is used <laughs> in China. <laughs> urine therapy is used in China and the other parts of the world. First sentence, stop you there. Not sure that's true. What? <laughs> China and the other parts of yep. the world. The other, yep. yeah. In Canberra, I had, so that's, that's one of the other parts of the world, I had a young female therapist who gave me her warm pee to drink two <laughs> to three times per week. No, no, <laughs> Oh, no. God. Was, was very sexy as well. Is there a healthy woman uh, here interested in helping me, say, once a week? Happy to pay, of course. Now, five foot eleven. Age 48, status, partnered. Oh. oh. That, that means... That, that's the whole ad, that is a That is a lot of yikes in one ad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many yikes. <laughs> so let's, let, let's, start from, let's, chrono- let's start from the beginning chronologically. Start from the very beginning. <laughs> so this person was dropped on their head as a child. <laughs> no. Uh, so, so a woman has tried and failed to poison the sex pest. <laughs> Well, that is what, what are you what you are suggesting? Because because there's so many different um this there's so many different um uh, variables that could be true or false in this ad. Yeah. Mm. you know what I mean. So like, there could have been a young female therapist in Canberra that gave him wee, or that woman could not have existed at all. Yeah, and he could just be trying to be like, "There's precedent for it's this. It's legit. It's yeah, I've done it, it before. In, it was in a, Canberra, a nation's capital. Ever heard of it? There's a little bit. That's what I mean. The the, the amount of detail in the lie. Makes me think that it's real. Yeah. But why would you, why would it be in Canberra? Why Canberra? Why a Chinese lady? But, like, but no, no, she wasn't Chinese. She was young. Doesn't it say young Chinese lady? No, it says urine therapy is used in China and oh, other parts of the world. Right. Sorry. But there's that much detail. But he doesn't say what urine therapy does. <laughs> <laughs> he What's it for? <laughs> It's just urine therapy. He, he, he does say it's sexy. 
it's the, and, and, and it's, then, but does not mention any of the health benefits. You're no. right. So, oh well, it's a good way to replenish if you have, like, say, dangerous levels of urine, for example. <laughs> yeah. I had an English teacher who I think drank his own urine in high school and was what? very open about this. How did this come up? Why? Because we were studying some sort of Jane Austen book. Ah, yes. Pride and Prejudice and <laughs> drinking your pee. Pride and Prejudice and water sports. Um, <laughs> hang on. No. It's, 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 so mm. we were, we were um, studying... It was, it was Pride and Prejudice with one of those, one of those Jane Austen books. Yep. And Thrilled he, to know how you got there. And he had written an erotic kind of poem uh-huh. about Pride and Prejudice. And we were in year 12. So still children. Still children. But none of it... I don't... I, I, yeah, now, now that I'm saying this out loud, this is really creepy and bad. But uh-huh. at the time, we were all cool with it. Great. He read us this erotic poem he'd written, and it was about all the Bennett girls um, being horny for Mr. Darcy's uh-huh. big chongers. They uh-huh. explicitly were not horny for Mr. Darcy's big chongers. <laughs> that is a major plot point uh, in the uh, book. Sorry, have you read this man's poem? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sounds to me like they were pretty horny for Darcy Chong. <laughs> Darcy Chong. <laughs> and then one of the lines in the poem, like, um, so we were all cool with the bit where he was like talking about Mr. Darcy's big chong. And then there was a bit where one of the Darcy women, where the, one of the Bennett women, sorry, drinks her own urine. And like, it, fucking bet it was Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> and it was read as though that wasn't the joke, but we all laughed at this thing. And then he got really stroppy with us and was like, no, it's uh, it's. He was a Canadian guy. He was like, no, it's uh, fine to drink your own urine. This just... is deranged. <laughs> what like, you're saying? He's now. like, he was like, and you're saying it like it's not deranged. <laughs> no, I know he. I, no, he, are you are you sure this isn't just like a dream you had? No, because he, he was like, he was like, because the whole point of the, the reason this sticks in my memory is not because it was deeply emotionally scarring, but because he said to us, it's fine to drink your urine as long as you don't drink it twice. Because he said, if you drink it twice, it becomes too concentrated. That's when it becomes poison. But the first time oh, through, you're you meant, fine. I thought you meant like twice in your life. Oh, like, right. It's like, like acid. That's like, no, it's like the autolan. You know that? You know that? <laughs> the yeah. shameful bird. The shameful bird that is so cruel to eat that you can only eat it once and then... No, it's like you can you can drink lava, but only once. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he was saying, you drink your urine once and it's fine. And yep. then the second time, if you, if you try and filter it through your body, if you drink that urine though, the, yeah. the, the, that urine already produces, you know what? I then you will die. I actually am pretty sure that even that is wrong. Well, yeah. I think you can get through like three or four cycles. Yeah. And this I, mean, like, I mean, this is like Bear Grylls has done yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. trapped in like the desert yeah, or, he, he, or wherever. Yeah, he peed into a snake skin and then he drank it. Yeah. <laughs> Crucial step that he didn't need to do, but yeah. yeah. Well, my three-unit English teacher from Caringbar High School, Mr. Anderson, if you're listening to this and that you would is... like to share your poem with the world, feel free to get in touch. I am reeling. Balf, Balf, do you have one you'd like to share with class? I do. I do have one. This one was sent in by James Quinn. It is... Thank you, James. Another MVP in the Hall of Cows. Yeah, it is a Craigslist from the UK in gigs, domestic gigs. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, ignore me for money. <laughs> Done. Mm. <laughs> Hand uh, it over. <laughs> already, I'm already there. Yeah. I've already been ignoring this man my whole life. In fact, all of us are dressing for the job we want. We really we? are. Um, <laughs> I'm a 21-year-old guy that is into girls' feet. All I need you to do, all I need you to do, is keep yourself entertained slash busy while I touch and lick your feet. Uh, That's it. I like to be ignored. Rewards. That's the end of the ad. What rewards? Like just just there are rewards. It just says rewards. Now he's really been very sneaky in how he's uh, like 
asked of you what you're going to do because what he's saying is just ignore me. What he's asking is let me touch and lick your feet. Because it's like ignore when you think of ignoring someone, you think of like oh they're in the room, you're in the room, but you're on your phone. Yeah, that's what yeah. I assume it is, right? There, there is no the, the 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 idea of having my feet licked while I ignore someone doesn't. Well, uh, well, technically it is a passive act. It is not. What, like, yeah, what what am I getting out of this? Because I have reward. extremely ticklish feet. <laughs> That's true. I, I can't. I've had like pedicures before and have nearly kicked the woman who's doing my nails. I am oh God. <laughs> deeply uncomfortable with people touching my feet. And so the idea of like someone touching my feet and me not <laughs> reacting in any way. Just the idea, like the, the idea of going to get your pedicure done and being like, look, I warn you, my feet are very ticklish. And they just touch your foot and you just kick them in the feet. <laughs> And then they're like, well, uh, (laughs) Well, you are awful and you could never come back here again. Yeah, basically. You'd have to like, in order to make him think you were ignoring him, you'd have to put on a a funny Netflix special or something. Yeah. (laughs) So, so... so while he was doing it, it'd have to be it'd have to be one with a lot of like cringe stuff in it, so that yeah. I'm squirming. You're like, oh, that's I've got nothing to do with oh. someone who might be here. Oh no, Steve Carell in the office. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't. I, I don't. I do not like. Uh, I do not like feet at all. Um, that's my. That's my. That's, uh, that's my Sam. I am you, Green Eggs and Ham book. Would you? <laughs> I do not like feet at all. Would you sooner we had wheels? <laughs> uh, I I find feet. So gross. Uh, in in any your feet, your feet, any uh-huh. my feet. Yeah. I'm just I'm not into it at all. Forty uh, fourth president of the United States, Barack Obama's feet. They'd be the worst. Whoa, feet of all. Wow. I think I am one. I, I I haven't given this any thought ever, and this uh-huh. bolsters my claim. I think I'm one hundred percent neutral on feet. <laughs> do not care about for. Or so them. so uh, yeah. would you be able to do like what? What's the price for for this? No, guy it has to, lick to be, your it has feet, to be a girl's feet. Has to be a girl's. Has oh. to be a girl's. Okay, well, feet. imagine use use the cinema of your yeah, mind. Okay. Imagine for a second you are but a a a a, a humble uh-huh. uh, woman. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> this know. is. Uh, but but no. Okay. So what, what uh, what's the price you're going to pay on this? You, you, you want to be. What, paid what on are this? the rewards? Yeah. I mean, cash, would you do it for five hundred bucks? Yeah, I would do it five hundred bucks. But I think that this is one of those difficult things. Would that you, you do? It for, I wouldn't do it for five hundred bucks. Oh. Hell no. $500. Unbel- no. $500 US dollars? <laughs> no. That's, a, that's like, what, $600 Australian? To have, a, to have a guy lick my feet? Uh-huh. What if, I don't, I, what if there are armed guards? Like That makes it worse. That's like I'm a prisoner. No, no, no. On him. Because I think the... the, the oh, so you've brought armed like, guards. Then it's like he's on death row and his last request <laughs> is to lick my feet. <laughs> Show me in the rule book where it says my last meal can't be Emma Balfour's feet. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. I the Silence any- of the Lambs has got us again. I wonder if anybody's ever had for their last meal a key to this cell. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, well, fuck. As long as you eat it. God damn it, Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh. I would like some... Uh, what's... <laughs> Some rubber-proof boots uh-huh. that will not conduct electricity, <laughs> and a hat made of rubber as well. So, is there any price? I mean, no, oh, it sorry, just sorry. says it says no, rewards, saying, and then do not contact me with unsolicited services I meant, or offers. I meant for you, for me. But, but I, 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 mm. I think like I hesitate now, as someone who's a woman with like an online presence. Yeah, I hesitate that, that you should put a price on this. I think yeah, I, I would probably do it for. I don't know. I, I, look. Ten thousand dollars, I'd probably do it. You know what I mean? That's so much. Well, money. the thing is that this guy's in the UK, so he'd need to at least pay for return flights. Oh yeah. Oh, oh look, if it's a trip to the UK, you know, <laughs> London, that's fun. Yeah, I mean, nah, I, nah, I'm not into it. 
I don't know. I'm not going to put a price on it because as soon as I put a price That's, on it, then a GoFundMe appears. Will, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, ten grand, I reckon, would be my price. I'm sticking with five hundred. but then the thing, yeah, that's the thing. I don't. You don't know how you're going to act in the moment. I want five hundred with a security guard. Because I think I think this is a prelude to murder. Sorry, I need to be very clear on that. Like, oh, oh, I'm, this man is this man is going to chop your feet off. Yeah, and I'm not saying you know I don't want to fetish shame or kink shame, but like just it's the way this it's the way this ad is worded yeah. that to me uh, suggests that that something is awry. All right, well, do you guys want another one? Should we I move would, on? I would, yes. You know, Hing, I don't say this enough. I would love another one. All right, well, this has been sent in by Alice Muir. Thank you, Alice. And from the Brisbane area of the area of the world, mm-hmm. uh, it's entitled "Be My Bodyguard." Ooh. at Taco Bell. Right. Well, that's not man yeah. for man in the inner west of Brisbane. Big. What? Is Taco Bell in Brisbane? Is it? Is it in Australia? I, I, there have been Taco Bells in Australia. Look, before. there have been in the past. I remember because I remember having very powerful diarrhea for about two years <laughs> when they were available in Australia. There must. There, there's probably but Taco they, Bells. They, they certainly got chased out of Sydney. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, be my bodyguard at Taco Bell, man for man in the inner west of Brisbane. Big, strong, masculine, tough-looking, quote-unquote, bodyguard wanted to come with me to Taco Bell, <laughs> Annalee. Uh, I think that's the suburb, Annalee. A-L-N-E-R. Maybe, maybe Annalee? Meh. <laughs> come, come with me to Taco Bell, Annalee? <laughs> uh, and then here's what you have to do. You open doors for me, okay. wait in line. Stop people from approaching me. Don't let anyone mess with me or push in. <laughs> Please send some bod pics or stats in reply. <laughs> All expenses covered. What expenses are they? Uh, tacos? Bells? <laughs> Can I just... He says open doors for me. I'm pretty sure they have like automatic, automatic doors. doors. <laughs> but he, he wants you to like wave in front of it. like. Or he know, means to... the doors of perception. Yes. He yes. could well uh, mean that. Mm. Um, uh, is he asking... For that person to wait in line for him in Taco Bell, like our mate takes a seat and then it's just this is just the most polite man in the world. And every time he goes to a Taco Bell and someone goes, "Are you in line?" He goes, "No, no, no, after you. No, 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 after you. No, no, no." I need and to he, be more he's, assertive. Yeah. He's just such a he's such a beater yeah. that he just needs yeah. he just needs a strong I, Jason Momoa looking alpha. Uh huh. I I think because uh, he wants you to stop people from approaching him. Yeah. Uh, so and, and don't let anyone mess with me or push in. So I think he's in line with you. I think both of you are in the line, and you're yeah. there to enforce the you know the line uh, uh-huh. system, the, the rule of law. Yes. Is exactly. is Taco Bell like like is it? It's a wild west out it, there. Yeah. Is is it like the zoo? Is it why is it so hard for this man to stay in line at a Taco yeah, Bell? Yeah, I don't remember any of the Taco Bells that I frequented um, being particularly Deadwood. Like I, <laughs> I, I felt like the line was respected. Nobody bullied me. There, there is. Though, when you go to uh, McDonald's, I went to a McDonald's nigh on uh, four months ago. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you I'm, eat at McDonald's as a vegan? I don't. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't, I, I used to get the chips, but then I found out they were fried at animal fat. Uh-huh. Uh, and, yeah. Not a lot of options for you at McDonald's. No, not a lot. We're on a road trip. But uh-huh. at McDonald's, they've, 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 uh, they have uh, revolutionized the line system. There's now, I'm sure, there's now iPads. Yeah. You can order on, and yep. then they just give you a ticket, and then you call, you, you yep. aren't in, you've obviously you know this. It's possible that's been around for maybe two to three years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, I was I was very excited, and um, which is like yeah, it's a sad for people who go to McDonald's for the human connection. <laughs> to say about them, maybe maybe that's maybe he just wants a friend to come to Taco Bell with. Him. I mean, that's very possible, and that's oh, that's a really sad way yeah. of looking at this because. 
He's 38 years old, it says. Oh, no. He doesn't want to put an ad up just being like, hey, you want to hang out? Maybe eat some tacos. So he's got to pretend that he's really important. The other option is that this is a FAMO. Could this be a FAMO? I think there are avenues. I've I've never met anybody with a security detail. I'm just trying to think if I have. I certainly don't know anybody personally that has a security detail. No. Not yet. Not yet. But one day. One day. Huh? Benjamin Netanyahu. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I picked him. Um, but well, I mean, he, he could not necessarily be a famo, but he could just like be very, very rich and he and his family have just been threatened with children being kidnapped all the time. That's oh, true. yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah, your, yeah. Your, your Getty type. And this, is, and this is the audition for the, for the bigger bodyguard role. I right, just yeah. think that you don't get that wealthy by doing something as stupid as posting on Craigslist for a bodyguard. And yet, and we yet. have the Trump. That is very <laughs> true. Yeah, th- look, this could be a Trump. Yeah, this is Donald Jr. <laughs> <laughs> He's just spending time in Brisbane's Taco Bells. Oh. Have you ever met anybody with a security detail? Uh, I'm sure we... I'm sure there would have been people at uni with security details. Does not the Chancellor or someone have a security detail? What do you do? No! no. I no. guess I've briefly met a Prime Minister and they, they would have had a security detail. Which Prime Minister? Harold Holt? I, th- I think we bothered Malcolm Turnbull for a show once. Was he was he his Prime Minister at the time? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I think we I think we just annoyed him for a bit. I went out to, I went out to his house recently to shoot a, a piece for the feed. Right. I have met someone who has a security detail. Oh, who was oh. it? Um my dad went to university with a woman who ended up marrying a Japanese prince and so oh. she's Ooh. Japanese princess and so we got to go to like one of the imperial palaces. So that was pretty sick. Wow. But Whoa. that was like security detail to the point where like they can't leave their house. Oh. I'm surprised they let you in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Notori- yeah. Notorious <laughs> danger. Notorious yeah. notorious criminal. They were um, like, well, clearly it says meme academic on yeah. her background file. I don't think that's a thing. I was, I was like 15 at the time or something. <laughs> it says aspiring yeah. meme, <laughs> meme academic. Um, um, no, when I went to Malcolm Turnbull's house recently to film a thing out the front of his house because he was he had super fast internet and no one else in the area yeah. did. Um, the AFP, the Australian Federal Police, oh, they obviously spend a lot of time protecting the Prime Minister's house. Mm. And so we turned up there, uh, got our cameras out and everything, got our shot set up and then... With as soon as, like, literally, as soon as we hit record, like, six AFP officers were just at, from all angles were like, What are you doing? Where are you from? Oh, god. And I had to show them my uh SBS ID, but the thing is, because SBS is the fucking it, it's so cheap, our, our SBS IDs look pretty flimsy and fake, <laughs> and, uh, and there's no actual SBS logo on them at all, so it's just a blue card with my face on it, <laughs> Michael Hing. And then when you turn it over, it has the evacuation point for SBS. In the case of an emergency, yeah. which is not SBS, it is Bunnings down the road. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like six fucking AFP agents talking to us, and like, where are you guys from? And I give them an ID, and they're like, what? You work at Bunnings? <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's the evacuation. I point think your final micro credentials are in order. <laughs> anyway, oh my so God. that was an embarrassing thing that happened to me. Um, yeah. Would you guys like another one? Yes, yes. please. This is a uh, $25 um, in Lismore on Craigslist. This was sent in by no one. Although, maybe we just didn't write their names down. If you did send it in, I can only (laughs) apologise. Slightly haunted English clock. Poltergeist could be exercised. And it's exorcised. Selling due (laughs) Selling due to haunting. (laughs) Chimes when no bell or chime in there. And minutes hand wobbles due to poltergeist action. Sure. Keeps good time. Otherwise, <laughs> face appeared on otherwise featureless timber at front. Did not sign up for that. <laughs> Lismore. 25 Australian dollars. 25 bucks for a haunted clock. 
In fairness, it's like a haunting clock. Yeah, it looks like a kind of Art Deco era. Um, Sign me up. I'm into it. Twenty five bucks. I'll get. A, I'll get a poltergeist. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, so it's like a little, a little, little mantelpiece. It's a little mantelpiece clock. number. It plugs into the wall. You can see the cord. Oh. Um, no chimes. No bell. There chimes are, when there's no chime there or bell in there. Surely chimes and bells in there, and this man just doesn't know how to open a clock. <laughs> well, that's what I think because I don't think that. I just don't know how you'd know that without opening the clock. The other thing is when when you there's something in there about a face appearing in the wood. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, just the clock face. No, because oh. I want to say face appears in the wood. But that looking at this wood, this is varnished wood. This person is talking about their reflection. They're absolutely <laughs> talking about their reflection. <laughs> otherwise keeps good time. No, sorry, keeps good time. Otherwise keeps good time. Otherwise, that's what it is. Sorry. Right. The, the one thing you should know about this listener. Uh, and you should just assume this of all ads, is there is zero punctuation. <laughs> yeah. Why would um, there be? Yes. Face appeared on otherwise featureless timber at the front. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That is that person's face. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Sign up. Didn't sign up for that. Liz Moore. So wait, you're telling me you would be paid $500 to, lick so- to let someone else lick your feet, but you would not pay $25 to have a poltergeist in your life? Uh, yeah, but it's more, I mean, a very ineffectual poltergeist. Because this, this, yeah, this, this, is a, this is a really lazy poltergeist. This isn't even a good, like, nice-looking clock. Completely, <laughs> this is like a shitty clock. Completely confined to a clock, too. It's not mm. like the clock is haunted and you brought this evil into our house and now it's... But that's kind of a contained evil. It's quite nice. You know, it's quite reassuring. Like a, like a, like a little Ghostbusters pack. Pa- yeah. It's got, it's got the little <laughs> your own. Yeah. Yeah. You've, yeah, you've got to feed it demoronic rituals for it to grow. I mean, aside from anything else, garden. chimes and bells when there's no chime. Uh, I mean, that doesn't. he doesn't even say it goes off randomly. It could just be going off on the hour every hour. Yeah. Because <laughs> the poltergeist <laughs> is like doing its job. Mm. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm into it. What, what, when, when, when was this posted? Oh, this is oh, this is posted in 2015. I'm not getting this at all. That clock is long gone. Oh, 2017. I think Jim Fishwick might have sent us this. Maybe. Thank you, Jim. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Jimbo. What's interesting is that it was posted. I see here it was originally posted in 2015. It was still up in September 2017, where it was edited. Oh, so obviously they've reposted or something. You think they've become friends now? Maybe. Well, okay, so they've either edited it to add more details about the ghost, to add mm-hmm. the ghost entirely, or to take out some disparaging comments about the ghost. <laughs> if you were a ghost, what would you haunt? Great question. Marvellous question. Ooh. Can I haunt a cat? Can you haunt a living thing? Are you, or are I you think talking? cats are already extremely haunted. <laughs> <laughs> True that. Um, I would haunt mm-hmm. I would haunt a theatre cabaret restaurant <laughs> because not only do I love them, number two on my list of reasons to do that, uh-huh. um, it would add to the show, I think, and also I think people wouldn't really know what was part of the show and what wasn't. You know yep. what I mean? And I think I would like that. That's a really good answer. Thank you. I would haunt a skill tester. <laughs> I think that would be a nice machine to haunt. Balfs? I think I'd haunt like a gym and I'd just Ooh. like I just like sneak up behind people and like whisper encouraging words in their ear. That's oh. really nice. Or you'd make the weights lighter so that yeah. they were doing like a really good job. And if people got too arrogant, you'd make them heavier. I just I just spot them all the time. Yeah. I think I might have I don't know if I was in the podcast personal training before, ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've always thought if I ever got really like super duper buff. I would go Not to the if, when, Ben, when, please. <laughs> I would go to the gym and purposefully misuse the machines because whenever you don't have to be buff to do that, you can, I no, do that all the no, time. No, but whenever, when, because whenever I'm at the gym, I don't want to ask an employee because I've been going to the gym for far too long to to be like, okay, I'll, I'll level with you here. I actually don't know what, what way to sit on this yeah. thing, so I just look for the biggest person in the gym and just like copy whatever they're doing. <laughs> so if I was enormous. 
I would just go to the gym and misuse the machine. So everyone's like, all right, I guess I do but, do that with my butt. <laughs> but can't you do irreparable damage to your body by misusing? Hugely so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, in, in Ben's defense, everything I know from exercising and all the exercises I genuinely do when I go to the gym are from the Nicki Minaj Anaconda video. So... <laughs> I saw these. I, I was like, "Oh, great looking ladies doing these leg lifts. Let's do." Oh my god, that hurts! Like, yeah. your spine is a mess. Yeah. <laughs> Most um, of your exercises involve you, I think, cutting up a banana yeah. in a kitchen. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I do a lot of. Um, I Drake has to be at the gym every uh-huh. time I'm there. Um, Balfs, do you have one for us? I do have one. This one is from Craigslist in Melbourne. Um, it was sent in by Alex Turner. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Alex. Um, moving house, can I be packed up too? <laughs> Hi there. What? Basically, I want to experience being packed up like a fragile object slash ornament in bubble wrap or towels and put into a cardboard box. Oh my God, this is like a cousin of the guy from last week who wanted to be put in a laundry bin. <laughs> <laughs> then be loaded into the moving truck by unsuspecting removalists oh, that's along with everything else and taken to storage or your new house. Okay, very different things. Yeah. In storage, you'll die. Looking, like- <laughs> looking forward to hearing from you. Um, well, that's very <laughs> confident. And then compensation will mutually decide. Oh. You know what's interesting about Where is this from? This is from Melbourne Craigslist. Mm. Uh-huh. And what's interesting is will mu- compensation will mutually decide. That was also what... The, the, laundr- ma- the laundromat man wanted. He it's was also the from same Melbourne. man. Oh my god! This we we we've got a return a return a return. Uh, what? What? Oh my god! I don't think this has happened since that time that guy from Orange posted a bunch about wanting to give you a massage. Oh, oh my- so no! So you can't see this, listener, but we've got a cork board up, and there's a lot of strings <laughs> between. Uh, but and this he is just dropped same... his coffee cup. Oh. Um, this is the same person. It, ha- it has to be. So this person last week they were they, they were keen to be put into a laundry laundry bag and transported uh, to wherever yeah. the laundry ended up, yeah. the dirty laundry. Yeah. This week they want to be so I was wrapped wrong. up like some Ra- wrapped up in bubble wrap. And this then... is this is so like Red Dragon profiling. I was wrong. I thought the thrill was dirty laundry. Yeah. The thrill no. is being packaged up yeah. like a like a fragile vase. That's what this maniac's getting off on. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 we have two data points. Yeah. What's the third then? What's the Ooh. next thing they what, want? How do we triangulate? Yeah. He's getting bolder too. He is. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, dear David Copperfield, uh, I would like you to package me up like the Statue of Liberty and make me disappear like you did that time in the 80s. Are you a postman? Can you find a bag big enough for me to sit in? He's honestly, I fear for this because he's getting bolder, he's getting more specific, he's realising that he might not be able to have accomplices in this because I tell you what, both times, it's not about what I can do for him. He doesn't care about me. Mm, mm. It's like I just need access to this laundry yeah. bin. Or I just need access to your cardboard box. It's it's the it's the person who's out of sight of this transaction, who's wheeling the laundry bin while the guy jerks off or just has a lovely time. Yeah. Or, 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 or just sort of sitting, sitting there giggling to himself, yeah. like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or the mo- removalist who's like, yeah. okay, this says uh, not not person. <laughs> yeah. This box is clearly marked not a live human being. Yeah. Just CDs in in brackets. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so what I'm saying is he's just looking for an enabler. He's not looking for. Like, if he could do this on his own, he'd yes. do it. And my fear is he's going to do it on his own. He's mm. going to, like, ship himself to Adelaide or something in cargo. 
Mm. Oh, do you reckon? Do you reckon this That's guy? Dangerous. Do you reckon this guy is one of those people who lives in like a a renovated shipping container? I mean, very possibly. I'm not, not ruling it out. Yeah. As, as someone who has certainly performed in things that describe themselves as theatres, but are actually renovated shipping containers, <laughs> let me tell you, they are deeply uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh my god! I can't believe we got him again. Okay, we've got to set. Okay, got to set a trap. We've got to set, no, no. We've got to set <laughs> the Baker Street Irregulars out. Regulars out on this. Our our, right. our listeners. Scour Melbourne Craigslist and see if we can Please. find him again. Melbourne Craigslist in the domestic gigs section. This is exactly where he posted it last time as well. It's so, the same dude. Yeah. It is straight up the same guy. Wow. <sighs> what are we going to call him? Um, ooh, interesting. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but he's got a nice package. Hey! <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> he's like a Batman villain. He's like, you'll never catch me. I'm the enclosed. <laughs> All right, he's the enclosed for now. Okay. Okay. But do feel free to send in if to our Facebook page. If you have a better page, name, which you inevitably do, me. send it in. Hey, speaking of Melbourne. Yes? Um, hey, Melbourne listeners. Yes? You're not a Melbourne listener. I know, but I was playing the role of them. Uh-huh. Their soft ears are perking up as we speak. Mm-hmm. Is soft ears creepy? That seems like a weird thing to say. They're soft and coddled ears <laughs> that haven't done a day of work in their life. Unlike <laughs> my calloused workman ears. Them city slicker <laughs> ears. <laughs> We are going to come to your lovely city and mm-hmm. do a show for you. Yes, we're going to be there on Sunday, April the 8th. I mm-hmm. think that's the date. Please check it on our Facebook page. Yes, it's, 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 it's that weekend. Yeah, so we're doing it. Uh, we're doing Dragon Friends in Melbourne on the Saturday, which yep. I think is the 7th. And then the 8th, we're going to be doing a live free to a good home at the European Beer Cafe, I think at 3 p.m. Again, check our Facebook details. Yeah. Um, but yeah, please ticks come are, to that. Ticks are 15 bucks. Yep. Um, but if you're, you're a, a billionaire, mm-hmm. ticks are free, yes. which is insane to me. Yeah, we we really are. It's really a retrograde taxing system we have here. Well, what we've done is because we haven't put out a secret billionaires in so long, we feel like we need to give them something. Know, something yes. as as a secret billionaire uh-huh. myself, uh-huh. deeply disappointed. Well, you'll be happy to know, Balf, that we're waiving the guest fee. Um, for you on this show, so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's giving Ben the finger. Very hard. Um, also, if you're in Melbourne and you want to come see me do stand up, uh, I'm going to be doing my show, uh, The Ethics of Punching a Nazi, at the Malthouse Theatre from the 29th to the 8th of. 29th of March to the 8th of April. Come yep. see that. It's stand up comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's your tagline. Really, oh. really selling it there. And on this Thursday night, I'm going to be on Tonightly, so feel free to watch me do some of the jokes from my show on that. But not all of them. No, so only five worry. minutes of them. Only five minutes of them. <laughs> uh, Emma, you got anything you want to plug? Like the selling or buying of uh, A frame dresses? Uh, uh, no, I don't. No, just follow me on Twitter if you want. That's I a guess. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your Twitter? My, my handle is Balfies. Balfies. At Balfies. B-A-L-F-I-E-S. You are one of the. You're a great person to tw- uh, to follow because you do tweet some fabulous content yourself. But your your retweets are always on point. Yes, I do a lot of retweeting. You do a lot of arting good stuff into my timeline. Yes. Can I? Uh, something I haven't asked you in a while, and just to yeah. close this out, this discussion. Do you have a Do you have a, a recent meme that you quite like? Are there any good ones that are coming out right now? My I was thinking about this earlier today. Um, my favorite one at the moment is still kind of underground, um, but it's it's um, every second beat, and so it's a song, but it's every second beat of the song, oh. and it's the most stressful <laughs> listening experience ever. It's um, there's one of like Lady Gaga's telephone, and it's. It, so it just cuts in and out. It's like strobe lighting it's like, for music. Well, nah, 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 <laughs> oh nah, god. Like, <laughs> 
Um, I think my favourite meme, and I'm talking to an expert here, so I hope I don't embarrass myself <laughs> with, a, with a very obvious one. But my favourite meme in the past 12 months, and it's 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 a rare than a meme I'll enjoy for that long. Mm. Yeah. But every time it pops on my time, I'm, I'm like, I'll give you some time for this. Is the exploding expanding brain meme? Oh, it's that, phenomenal. That to oh, me is that's is, a good. Is, is I, also, I also like the the one with the guy who's looking over his shoulder at the other girl. Oh yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. a that's a classic. That's a really. I yeah. hope uh, yeah, and I, 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 if I could just share my favorite one, you guys, and I don't. Again, I don't know if you guys know, but my favorite one is Pepe the Frog because uh-huh. I, uh-huh. <laughs> you I'm a are deep racist, a is uh-huh. big white supremacist, uh-huh. alt right, soy Michael boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank Emma. you. Yeah, I'm so glad we could finally get you on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you said I could come on in August. Yep. And, and then, then you had a thesis to write. Yeah. Exactly. I wrote and that you were in. I wrote that in 2016. First of all. <laughs> really? Did yeah. we ask you to come on in 2016? No, no, no. You asked me last year. Last year I was doing my masters. Oh, I've got I two see. degrees. Oh, right. <laughs> Cut it out. It's done. It's over. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.